0: Hello, this is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Ricardo De La Costa, and Ricardo is the CEO of Barfresh Food Group. Hello, Ricardo. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Good, good. For those th- who don't know the Barfresh story, can you just tell us uh, briefly uh, what Barfresh does?
1: Sure. We have a, a range of ready to ready-to-blend or ready-to-mix smoothie products. Uh, We also have just recently uh, launched a new ready-to-drink smoothie in a bottle. Um, So we're a manufacturer of generally ready-to-blend or ready-to-drink smoothies.
0: Okay. And and then what uh, segments are are you selling into?
1: So our main focus has been on the food service channel. Uh, So that's really all... all, uh, all customer types in the food service channel, whether it's amusement, feeding parks, restaurants, cafes, um, and we have also a particular focus on Q- the QSR segment, uh, chains, restaurant chains, uh, as well as education and military.
0: Okay. And some of those I know are very large market. How about uh, education and, and the military? Can you give us a, an idea of the size of those markets?
1: Uh, sure so we have a, a bulk product uh, that we have approved for the military that goes into the dining facilities uh, the uh, troops are able to go and get as, as many servings as they like from the equipment it's a bulk service machine so um, we, we provide the mix and then it gets added to the machines so the military itself uh, has over 800 bases with 1.3 million active uh, troops that are served, you know, two to three meals a day, 365 days a year. So it's a very large channel for us and one that uh, we're very proud to be able to be serving in. The education channel is rather interesting. This is one that we've been working on uh, more recently and is incredibly exciting. Um, We have
0: recently just launched
1: a a Twist and Go ready-to-drink smoothie bottle that meets the requirements for reimbursement by the schools and this is an enormous opportunity for the company uh, with over 56 million students uh, in public schools we have uh, 98,000 schools in the country you know, serving you know, two, two meals a day sometimes more uh, to the kids so it, it's an incredibly large market uh, and one that we believe we've uh, carved a niche out for ourselves Um, And I think there's going to be some very exciting things to come uh, very shortly.
0: So are there other types of packaging, or it all comes in in one package for different channels?
1: Uh, Different channels have... There are some packaging types that cross over.
0: So for example,
1: we have multiple products in the education channel. The education channel uses our bulk form product, uh, as well as the military. Um, And we have some... Other food service customer types that also use the bulk bulk service format, and then we have our single serve smoothies, uh, which are mainly food service restaurant types, QSRs, uh, and the like, um, and that's a, a unique uh, packaging type for that for that segment.
0: So my impression is that the carbonated beverage category. Is decreasing. Uh, is, are you targeting growing markets? And if so, at, at what kind of rate?
1: Yeah, look, um, frozen beverages are one of the fastest growing categories, uh, particularly in the food service channel. Um, so, you know, people are looking for healthier, better for you product types, and, you know, the delivery system is very important in how consumers can access it, and, and equally important is how operators can provide the product to the customers. So you know generally speaking, the healthier type of products are more challenging to make, um, whether it's because of shelf life of ingredients or what have you. So you know our delivery system facilitates uh, customers being able to make it for their consumers
0: okay, and with the education and military being relatively new, do you presently have the infrastructure there that you need, or, or is that something you still have to work towards
1: no. It's something that uh, we've actually leveraged our existing infrastructure, Um, so that's something that we've got under wraps already and, and in control of, so we don't really need to add anything extra. We are increasing our capacity,
0: but it's an extension of what we already have. Okay. So at this point, what's really needed to scale sales? So a lot of work
1: has been done, particularly in the in the QSR space. So for those that you know are familiar with the Barfresh story, you know a lot of our focus has been on the QSR segment, and it's taken us you know a long time to get to where we are. But I think uh, people are going to, need to finally start to see um, you know the fruits of our labour. So I think that the market size and opportunity has not changed. Um, the size still remains the same, and we're ever so close to actually materializing um, the sales revenue that we had expected all along. The bonus is that that's never changed. And since it's taken us so long, we've worked on these additional channels, um, including the education market, which is probably the most um, significant. And, you know... We believe it's going to be as big, if not bigger, than what we originally thought with the q s r segment. It is going to be a very, very attractive channel for us.
0: Very good. Now, are you doing it all on your own, or do you have any partners?
1: no we have uh, we have a number of partners um, we have a a great relationship with PepsiCo. Um, we also have you know one of our main distributors, which is Cisco, which we started pretty early on with them. Um, and as well as other food service distributors as well. Um, and we recently also established a relationship with a group called DOT, who is basically one of the main redistributors. Uh, and what they do is they distribute to other distributors around the country, which just makes the product more accessible to other customers, um, particularly as you're growing new products.
0: Okay. And, and shelf life? Can you give us an idea of that?
1: Yeah, we have a frozen supply chain. So, generally speaking, most of our products have a long shelf life uh, on them. So that generally works to everyone's advantage uh, because of, you know, the selling cycle, the distribution channel. Um, so it's a, a long shelf life product.
0: So, are there any special quality control issues to be concerned with?
1: Um, not so much quality control issues. We we have quite stringent uh, quality control measures in place. We operate with uh, contract manufacturers that manufacture our products, uh, so we have very stringent quality control measures in place. And all of our products operate on what's called a test and release, so no product goes out into the market until it's okay. been fully tested.
0: And so, every batch, given your every batch. Gotcha. And given you're using, uh, contract manufacturers, so is scaling not an issue?
1: No, not an issue. We've, uh, we've specifically targeted co-packers that have the ability to, uh, to grow with us, uh, and grow into additional volume.
0: Can you give us an idea what capacity is currently?
1: Yeah, look, we're probably less than 10% capacity. So, you know, we've got a, a ton of room, uh, to grow, um, and, look, given where we are now and what we expect and the way we built the system, you know, that is to be expected. So um, we have a lot of room to grow.
0: Okay. And how about supply chain? Any difficulties there, especially in today's environment?
1: No, we haven't really uh, come up against that uh, at the moment. What we have come up against is more so uh, delays um, from a forecasting perspective, um, And, you know, for example, we just went and launched our uh, our new Twist & Go product and, you know, we had delays in getting components that were for equipment that were made overseas. So um, we ended up changing suppliers and having to get it locally sourced, uh, which was better in the end anyway. But some of those things uh, have occurred. But on the ingredients side, uh, we haven't really had any real challenges yet.
0: Okay. Has the coronavirus? Uh, has the coronavirus affected you in any other ways?
1: I mean, the coronavirus has been challenging for everybody uh, across the board. I mean, we we are in you know, as I described earlier, our, our main uh, revenue channels are food service. So you know, with uh, restaurants being closed down, um, and for the most part, education is closed under the general sense. Um, the military is still going still going well uh, but you know with the education channel closed it has affected us Um, so we are however very fortunate that the timing coincided with when we launched the Twist and Go product and the Twist and Go product has actually been a source of relief with some of our education customers where it's made it easier for them to continue serving uh, their students during these challenging times via the remote feeding programs that they're currently feeding them. So when you say feeding
0: programs, uh, I'm sorry if I I cut in, but I'm just curious, um, who's the payor for for the drink, if it's a feeding program?
1: So we created the and Go products, a ready-to-drink smoothie that we created that meets the requirements for reimbursement under the USDA's uh, guidelines, so when the uh, school administrators provide it to the kids, um, it it's part of the reimbursement program from the from the government. So we meet the requirements uh, for the schools to actually be
0: reimbursed. Very nice. Uh, do, do they have a lot of choices for drinks? Is it a crowded shelf of reimbursed choices?
1: Um, so in our experience of working with the schools yeah sure they have a lot of choices um, but it's also about you know giving variety to the kids and you know giving them products that they like uh, and want to consume so you know uh, having fun smoothie products that are good for the kids uh, and they taste great it helps increase the participation rates whether it's at breakfast or lunch um, for the school administrators and you know the the new bulk product is a ready to drink product so there's no preparation involved when you have that in comparison to our bulk format product there's no packaging that uh, sorry there's no um no preparation involved there's no cleaning involved etc so um whilst there may be other options there's no other option that provides the crediting in one product like ours does
0: okay and, and then um are you just selling nationwide or regionally or uh, is there an international opportunity here as well
1: uh, we are we're national uh, so we do sell throughout sh- throughout the us uh, there may be some international opportunities for our bulk products we do have some international opportunities and customers actually at, at the moment uh, mainly with the uh, us armed forces um, and as we you know look to grow into additional markets, they may be an option, but we really uh, have a very large addressable market in front of us right now um, that we really want to maximize.
0: Okay. Are you presently in any national chains?
1: Yes, we are. Uh, We uh, have also been um, approved and are planning to
0: roll out into more. Okay. Okay. All right, um, let's see. gross margins. Where are they now and and where should they go to? We're around the fifty
1: four percent mark right now. for the most part, they will stay around that level for most uh, for most of our products. Um, you know obviously, not all accounts are equal, and we'll probably see that slide down slightly as we uh, as we bring on the major accounts. Um, so, yeah.
0: Okay. And what about reorders? Have if, if you been doing it long enough to, to where you have demonstrable reorders that, that show that people like the product?
1: Sure. Um, you know, again, every account's different, right? And it's particularly in food service, you know, what one customer's doing versus another customer is really dependent on what they're, what their business is like so you know we have some great accounts that have huge traffic numbers and uh, huge volume for the rest of their business and therefore that translates into a higher repeat order for our product right, right. so uh, and similarly you know we have smaller accounts as well you know with the education channel we've uh, you know we've really come across uh, this new product category that we've created is uh, is going to be a, a big winner for us. Um, you know, just with one school district alone, we're probably doing over 200000 a month at the moment um, just with one account and with one, one customer. When you have a look at that in comparison to our whole business, it's extremely significant.
0: Ricardo, with what I know of the business, you've, you've taken your time and built up you know, quite a nice uh, infrastructure to be a much larger company and uh, it seems like it's starting to come together for you. Um, what, what's the biggest risk in achieving your plan?
1: Um, well, look, uh, given the current climate and COVID-19, I think, you know, that's probably uh, the largest, not just for us, I think for everybody. Um, but having said that, I think that we've done a really good job of just continuing to push forward uh given, you know, whether it's been the delays that we've had or um, some of the challenges that we've had over the years to get to where we are, you know, despite all of that, you know, can we control if things get delayed? I mean, you know, the current environment makes it difficult for everybody, so sure. not just us. However, I think that, you know, we've done a... a you know, whether it's our funding, um, our, volume, our capacity... Um, you know, doing all the testing with our customers, we've done a lot of work to get to where we are now. So we're feeling extremely excited about what's around the corner. Uh, it doesn't matter which which angle you look at, whether it's a, the QSR segment that we've spent so long developing, or whether it's the education channel, or whether it's this new Twist and Go product that we've just developed um, in conjunction with the USDA. I mean, it's, it's a very exciting time for the company.
0: And so what about, um, you know, the finances, the runway to get there? Do, do you have enough money for your plan at this time?
1: Yep, we just recently closed a, a capital raise. Um, you know, I think we're very lucky to get that done in the timing uh, that we did it as well just before, uh, you know, COVID-19 happened. Um, we have done a lot of work in reducing our overhead cost structure and really, right-sizing the business. Um, that's not to say that you know we've, we've cut into you know the operations of the business. Uh, it's really just been about right-sizing. We've spent the money that we needed to spend to get things set up and to put the right pieces in the right places. And now we're just fine-tuning. Um, and a lot of the a lot of the money's being spent right. All the development of these big accounts, all the development and testing and the trial runs and plant trials and market tests and, you know, all these things have been now completed. So, you know, what we're looking at doing going forward uh, is really just execution now. So the cost structure that we have in place now versus what we had previously, it's different and it changes. And, you know, it's come down significantly. And I think as you look at the financials going forward, that's going to become very, very evident.
0: Very good. Now, this might be a little redundant, but what are you most excited about? And I say redundant because I think I hear it in your voice, the answer to this, but what are you the most excited about?
1: Well, I think um, really two things. Uh, And I think one of them is uh, the national QSRs and the chain business that really was what we had started the business on. And I think that uh, finally this is going to come to fruition – and people are going to see that, um, you know, everything that we've been working on is real and it's going to translate into real revenue growth for the company. And I think, me for personally, that's something that uh, is very important to me and I'm very excited about because it will it will bring to life uh, what we've been working on for so long. And I think that's very important for us to deliver. So I'm very excited about that. And the other one I'm very excited about, as you probably are aware, is this new Twist & Go product that we have um, created specifically for uh, the education market that is probably going to be bigger than anything that we've ever even talked about or focused on. So I think that, um, you know, both of these happening at the same time. They are in completely different channels. Um, and it's going to be it's an incredible time for the
0: company. Very good. So, so as we look forward over the next 12 months, are, are there any events or catalysts or news flow that we should look for?
1: I think, um, you know, we, uh, we recently announced, obviously there'll be, uh, you know, when we finally are in stalls with uh, one of the first um, major QSRs, that it will obviously be a, a pretty significant catalyst. Um, for what is to come also behind that. Uh, so that would definitely be one to look out for. The other one to look out for would probably be um, what the initial traction looks like as it relates to the education market and the new Twist and Go product. We have, you know, traditionally in the past with our box product put. Uh, A bulk piece of equipment so like a slush machine etc into a school it's a high capex cost so we would place the equipment in the school and we could only go into the schools that had large enough volume to do to do uh, the required volume to meet the minimum requirements for the equipment so it was typically high schools and and the like with high numbers You, you lost a large Uh, Share of the market for all the other schools that uh, you're not able to go into because the return investment wasn't there Um, The challenge with that also is that you know it's equipment it needs to be prepared it needs to be cleaned uh, The product needs to be served Um, so You would go into a school district, but you would only ever get a very small percentage of the total schools within that district so you know, if you had a a school with 30 locations, you might only get three, four, five. So I think what you're going to start to see, and this would be something that I would definitely be looking out for, is what kind of acquisition rate do we kind of see coming down the line from the new Twist & Go product? And it's a a numbers game, right? The more schools you get into, the more students uh, get to try the product, and consume the product, um, and it starts to become a known brand at home and, and through the kids. So, um, you know, Pasco County, we were only in forty-eight or fifty locations um, with the bulk product, and then we added the twist and go product, and automatically we went into a hundred locations. So now, when we go to when we go to a school or a school district, we're no longer talking about getting into a few schools, right? We're now talking about getting into the entire district. And that's incredibly powerful. That's going to translate into very, very significant revenue.
0: Very good. So before we go, is there anything you'd like to leave us as to why investors should now take a look at uh, BarFresh?
1: Look, if, uh, if people were excited about the company when we first started with regards to the potential for the national QSRs, I mean, we've got years under our belt now uh, and a lot of money already invested in terms of uh, developing that business. And we're now on the cusp of finally uh, getting to roll out into, into locations for that channel. So that in itself, if we had nothing else, is reason alone to be excited about the company uh, and to be getting in now um, when you lay out on top of that what we're doing in the education channel um, with the new twist and go product which is in my opinion going to be even larger than than that other QSR channel um, I it just makes it uh, an incredibly exciting time for the company and for people to be able to join in now
0: well, good. I, I think I caught you at a very interesting time. You know, thanks for, for making the time to, to share the Barfresh story with us.
1: No, thanks, Jeff. Uh, happy to share.
0: Looking forward to uh, what's here on the corner. Thanks very much.